Welcome to the Bridge Africa podcast. I'm your host, Isaac Osekisi. Every week, I'll be sharing employability and entrepreneurial tips needed to help you get the job you desire or start a business venture right after you complete your university education. I'll be introducing you to seasoned entrepreneurs and working professionals in diverse fields. We'll learn about their journeys, that is the bends, their pitfalls, their successes, and most importantly, how they overcame. Let's get it rolling. In this edition, we are going to have a 2.0 of uh, our initial discussion with our guest today, Mr. Kwabna Obindako. And this episode is going to be super interesting because we'll be talking about a topic that is very, very dear to most people's hearts. My heart also, that how do you develop entrepreneurial resilience? You know, basically, you 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 build a business, you you create uh, whatever enterprise that you create, and sometimes you go through some some uh, uh, what do you call it? A glitches sometimes too is a big ditch that you go through. Uh, you know, how do you handle such uh, instances or such situations? So today, I have money to bring my good friend back uh, on the show. And Kwabna, uh, as I said, is a is a is a good friend, an old schoolmate. We went to the same uh, university together. We did our first degree in the same university. Uh, he did agricultural engineering, and then went on to pursue a, a, a master's program in bioprocess engineering from UCD. And he's married with with beautiful kids. And not only is he an entrepreneur, he's uh, as I said, an engineer, and he's written. Three books so far, three books and counting. I have recently read two of his books. The third one I'm going to conquer in the next uh, week or so. Uh, so the first book I read was his book on perspective. And I believe it's, it's, a, it's a, an amazing book. If you want to venture, venture into entrepreneurship, you have to read that book. It's, it's awesome. Then the second one is Streamline. So Streamline is talking about um, basically how to Think about and actually action on investment. So, uh, or how to generate uh, uh, cash flow assets as you begin to build your businesses, or even if you are uh, working for somebody, you still need to develop uh, uh, cash bearing assets along the way. And then that's, that's phenomenal. Then the third one is resilience. Uh, so these are crucial books that you have to um, uh, read along the way. Then, not only that, he has a beautiful, fantastic, amazing YouTube channel that I want you to subscribe. It's uh, the tag is Obin Dakun. So go to YouTube, search for him, Obin Dakun, and then subscribe to his channel. You will not regret it. So, Baba, welcome back. Fans and go You deserve it, sir. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. You deserve it. Uh, yeah. So you're, you're, you're welcome, sir. And uh, yes, yes. So the, the, the first um, episode that we had with you was a blast. Uh, you yeah. shared with us some amazing eye openness. And uh, for me, it got me thinking, you know, it got me thinking and that I took it a step forward to also read your material to also get to know more because for me, I'm still learning and I'm one of those people who constantly learning i've never stopped learning for almost 20 years now 
people. So any, anything anybody I will learn from. You know, I don't discriminate when it comes to learning at all. So no. I believe you have some amazing content there that people need to know about. So one of the things that I, one of the constant themes that I got when I was speaking with you, um, both privately and then in your books, is the theme comes about uh, from the standpoint of uh, the African and the African history and the role it plays in giving uh, anybody, myself, every, all of us, especially those of us who come from an African descent, um, what that role or, or the history of knowing about the African, uh, your Africanness, plays a role in actually uh, giving you confidence in what you do, uh, giving you uh, the, the wherewithal, the belief in yourself in, in what you do. And you actually reference, I think in your book, you say you kept, you reference that or you emphasize the point that you needed to, everybody needed to at least spend some time to study maybe the past thousand to six thousand years uh, of our African heritage and that kind of thing. Look, I have never done that. So I want you to use this opportunity to share what are some of the nuggets, you know, that my African history can tell me about. You know, uh, yes, I'll go and research it. But if you give me at a high level, what are some of the key things that you've learned over the past couple of years about your African heritage? And that gives you the confidence or that gives you the input to make the statement that you made both in your books and in private discussions. So, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's start from there. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Isaac. Uh, okay. Pleasure awesome. to share. With you yes. And uh, enjoy that. Uh, awesome. Creating uh, content that will transform lives. Exactly. There's one thing having money, and it's another thing changing lives. They are not the yes. same. Some yes. people are only focused on having money. Some mm -hmm. people are also creating lives. As yes. it were, you know, yes. give information that will help people because most people, you know, or we all live life from the way we think, the information that we process, right? You know, so if my thinking ability is not that solid based on the content I have, based on the yes. information I have, then small things will break me. It's true, you know, but if, if I'm equipped, then I can fight, yes, you know. And um, when we went through school, I will go back. From the four-year school in, in Kwame Nkrumah University, or earlier from the secondary school, yes. we as Africans, uh, technically, we have been given a, a kind of education that is that's mainly Western. Yes. If somebody came and tried to lie and tried to tell everybody that, they conquered you. And <laughs> that person left an education system. Let's face it. If you want a people to be subservient and you want to rule them forever, what do you think? Will be the kind of education such a person will give you. Mm -hmm. you give them, yeah, something peripheral. That's right. So that mm -hmm. you you will forever be subservient. Mm -hmm. Right. And for me, technically, strategically, those things were taken from our school and okay. from education. That's why you will be told of Einstein. Okay. You know, you'll be told of all these big philosophers. But when it came to African, they would say that they didn't have anything. You know, they will not mention any engineer for the last 200 years. They will not mention anything. And, 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 and that, for me, breaks something in you. 
Yeah, right. You don't right. really, because without you understanding who you are and having freedom in your identity, it becomes very difficult for you to have a stand on anything. Mm-hmm. And watch what I'm saying. Most of us, our identity, we try to take it from religion. Yes. Most of us, that's what we take. We say, I'm of Christ, mm-hmm. you know, and my identity is in Christ. It's perfect. But mm-hmm. let's face it, on this earth, all people yeah. of the there identity, is an identity. That's why the Europeans try to link everything to the Greeks. Mm-hmm. Tell you everything is about them, and they were the, but before the Greeks, they were the Africans. That, that is a very interesting point because, you see, one of the things that you just talked about is um, I believe that one of the most ancient achievements or the earliest achievements in the world when it comes to even your area, that's engineering. Yes. Yes. Engineering in terms of building and I know you're into real estate, mm-hmm. building and all those kind of things. One of the greatest achievements in the world was the pyramids of Egypt. That's right. So as you're talking about, I'm asking myself, who designed those right. pyramids, which are still in existence today. You're talking That's of right. possibly maybe at least a thousand years. Mm. They're still in existence today. Mm. The tourists, tourists are going every day to Egypt just to watch their pyramids and even how they embalm uh, dead people to keep them. Or this. So where did that kind of science come from? Was it coming from right. the West or, or, or what? You know the you know the funniest thing. The funniest thing. The funniest thing is that mo- these pyramids were built by the Africans, at least. Wow. The first ones. Mm-hmm. First ones. Over the last, let's say, 2,500 2, years before Christ. Right. Which is like four thousand five hundred years now. These right. were built, and you know Africans were there. Then some other people came through, fight and took over. But for the first, the early, uh, what they call the dynasties, the yes. dynasty. As you know, there are people who have done this research. Right. Most of those for thousands of years were Africans. Hmm. Then after that, you know, so we Africans, we are very alienated from these things. Hmm. We are told that we know those. Some of some of them will even go to the sense of saying that they were aliens. You know, <laughs> don't forget that the concept of race is just a recent creation. Hmm. Where you separate people by color of their skin. People were living in tribes as we know it. But right. this recent one, racism and racism, which is which is coming from the concept of race, was created by Europeans. Right. To say that these Africans are subhuman beings. Mm. It was an ideology that they had to create in order to, you know, dominate and subjugate. And they are wow. they, they are they are they are they are, they are learned people, the educated people, they know this. These are facts. And so for anybody, and for the last 500 years, we have built a lot of errors in, in commerce, in trade, in management, in science, in religion, on these lies. Mm. You know, and these have gone into almost everything. So Africans, we have, we have been taught. If you talk to any young African, this sense of history is not, it's not there. So you will hear people say that there's something wrong with the black man. You constantly hear that there's something wrong with the African. I've heard big, big teachers say that I've, if, I believe the African is scarce. If you have ever heard such statements before. Yes, I have. It's, it's, yes. it's terrible. I count yes. myself out of those things. But, it's yeah, terrible. But, <laughs> but we have to fight them with his, historical facts. Right. But those are not true. They exactly. use the Bible the same way. They interpreted the Bible to say that the blacks, their father was the, was the devil and the devil was black. 
Not yes. white. Your father was God, and God has to be white. Those are mm. all the relations of Europeans. Yeah, God, God, is God. Far from the truth. Yes. And before, and what I'm saying is that before they came, before 14th century, these things, all humans lived. And so, if I conquer you, it never meant that I was higher in terms of humanity than you. No, it's just that I had better fighting tools to beat you, and next time you can fight me. Yes. You know. But the Europeans went ahead to to say that the Africans, because they captured some people, they said that they are nothing. They are animals. They are beasts. Uh, and these things have lived with us now. Wow. Such that people will go, will, would want to say that you have to be fair to be intelligent. It's not only in the African mindset. All over the world. Okay. Yes, it, it's it's all over the world because one, one thing, as you said, that you know, I know even in places like India mm-hmm. and certain parts of Asia, yes. probably mm-hmm. Pakistan, they they operate this kind of caste system. That's right. That, okay. that is also you know pre- predicated on skin color and those kind of things, That's which right. is very very an- antiquated. So sometimes I wonder where did all these things come from? You know, I know Brazil too; they have similar problems there, right. like that. You know, but one of the things that I, I as you were you're talking about just came to my mind just now. Even, even in the old, old times, uh, like uh, even in biblical times when King Solomon and those people were there, there was one kingdom that went to visit King Solomon. They are apparently a very, very, very rich kingdom. You know, that's the kingdom of Ethiopia. Right. Uh, when the, the, the queen of Sheba went to visit, you know, and she brought a lot of gifts. So that, that tells me that there was a lot of wealth that's right. coming from the continent of Africa, okay. even in those 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 years. So why all these kind of lies and why have why are we even accepted to be sucked into by those kind of lies? Because they push on us. They push on us. The mm. Catholic Church, all these institutions that run the world, they, they push on us. Mm. Yes. Wow. And this see, the some people say, Oh, it's not important. It's still running. Let's face it. Mm. It's still running. And I became a bit um conscious, a bit uh, I, I mean I got out of my slumber. In my sleep, okay. When I started okay. to hear this, because a lot of our people are sleeping. Mm. Okay, they they've never been taught this, and not only Africans, even white, even Indians. Yes, a yes. lot of people have been taught lies about race, and and they they have you know strategically positioned the African at the bottom. Look at in, in England, for instance. You go there, you see. Look at the percentage of Africans who do all the menial jobs. A lot. Okay. Go to America. Not far. Yes. So for you to lift the African, to build the, the, the strength to fight, and even to be in their own country. Let's face it. Whenever they talk of football, they say that some people know how to coach football team. and They, they must be white. And anytime they put an African there, you know, they say that they don't score. Then I say that then give the, give the presidency to, to them as well. Because <laughs> which one is better? <laughs> you know, so it is in in is 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 become surprisingly part of us. And I say wow. that we take time to learn it. Sometimes I don't like teaching history because I know there are authorities. So I yes. just bring your um I just create the awareness that this information is missing in your makeup. Yes, yes, go and yes. Sorry. I can so, I can tell you books to go and find them. Then you'll find, because one thing about us as Africans is that uh, when our own people are trying to teach something that will liberate us, we would rather want to hear it from us. Yes, we'll find. The white man is telling you. Conditioning, right? It's all part of the conditioning. Exactly. 
But if I'm playing football, I'm joking. I'm creating comedy. Nobody will question because that's the African. But if yeah. I'm talking about something finance, identity, innovation, creativity, then they start to look well. I mean, it shouldn't come from you. And let's face it, a lot of Indians or whites will, first of all, if they see an African trying to teach something which is, has to do with the mind, say, well, what, what is he talking of? But if I was singing, it would be bought into. That's right. So they'll have to take time to even listen and say, oh, maybe you're saying something. Yeah. You know, but ordinarily, they will not say that. So right. there has been a lot of content on history. We have done yes. a lot of great things. Much yes. of it, even the history that they have taught for the last 500 years, much of it is lie. Yes, For instance, it is. Said, oh, the Africans sold their own people. You have heard that a lot. I have, yes. Yes. If we sold our own people, where is the money? Because the other people who bought them have developed. So if we did the selling, where is the money? If you sold <laughs> millions of people as they are it, trying to sell us. Yes. The whole of Europe. The, it would have reflected in the balance sheet, right? I tell you. So somebody <laughs> is trying to tell us lies and we just buy, we just buy them. You know, oh, so man. the whole of Europe, Portugal, Germany, yes. the British, the Dutch, all of them were here. Yes. Trying to fight. So it was an invasion. It was not trade. There was not trade, yes. There no, was, it was not trade. Was they came with guns. They came with chains. They came with the ship. That they could go to home village and invade them and capture them. But yes. they, they, so, would, they would burn all the evidence mm, to tell yes. you that the Africans sold their own history. Of course. Some few people may try to do that. But the trade itself, the backbone of the trade itself, no. So, so, so the, 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 for instance, Ghana. No, go ahead. Oh, uh, okay. I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Maybe as a, as a continuation of your, 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 your line of thought, you just add this to it. So as you're as you talking or concluding your thoughts on that, break into, into your um, answer what the average person, especially young people who may be open to change, yes. what can they do to get out of that hole, that kind of mental bondage? What, what are some of the things that they can do? For, for me and you, we are fortunate, you know. Yes. For me, to a, level, a very, very, to a very large extent, I am out of that kind of bondage. Mm -hmm. You too are out of that kind of bondage. What, what are some of the things that you can tell our, our okay. audience will, for them I to get out of that? Okay, I will say that we should read. Okay. We should read. Okay. We should get books that a lot of Pan-African... See, you, it is hard to meet a sincere, committed, patriotic African who, who is not Pan-African. Yes. It's very almost impossible. Mm. A heart for the African, for his people to do well. Yes. And have dignity. Because of the content that they know. When you are saying that lift the consciousness of the African. We are not saying that hate other human beings, no? No. We're just saying that the people, you see, the others don't even know the effect of the self-doubt on the, on the average African. We don't know. What would make a whole, a whole generation go through the desert to try to get to Europe? Some people say it's economic. No, it's not. Because hmm. some of them are carrying $10,000. Yes, and $10,000 could make a huge difference. Right. How many British have $10,000? How many? I lived in UK for quite a while. <laughs> Look, many people wouldn't have that kind of money. How many Americans have seen ten thousand dollars? I lived in America for quite a while too. Eh? <laughs> so that boy, <laughs> and we are saying that he's going there because he's poor. No, 
It's, it's a conditioning. Bad. That's right. It's a condition that his place is bad, is worse, it can never be better, and somebody else are, are behind the fence is green. Yes, it's the mind is captured. Just as they put the chain on their hand, now the chain is on their mind. And the chain is coming from the education, from the religion, from the media, yes. from, from, from the superiority, as in quote. Yes, even in movies. In movies. Mm. So almost everything that we are being fed with is trying to put us down and is trying to lift other people up. So if you don't have strong information on your heritage, on your root, on your history, it's very difficult. You can make very successful Africans. Very yes. successful. And I think, yes, I think this discussion also helps because you see, sometimes, especially for the young people, yes. they need to see other people ahead of them. Yes. Or other people they could relate to. Yes. Demonstrate that they have this kind of new mindset or renewed mindset. Yes. That becomes a spark so that they become they begin to get curious. Okay. Uh, to say, wow, I'm, I've seen uh, uh, Ms. Bindako talk about this thing. You know, his passion, his love for his content, that is really contagious. Let me research more. Let me read more. Let me read. It will start with people saying, let me read more about you. Let me read more about this person. Let me, and that begins to open a whole. Yes, and that's true. And I have some books that I can recommend. Good, because a lot of us are just saying. Uh, I'm more interested in people just saying, "Let me read about it and find out." Yes, but I'll give, give give some of okay. the books if if you can give or if you can give them even now. Uh, and good. then I will send some of the links to you. Yeah, and uh, I will put the links. or barbarism by Sheikh Antadio. Say say it again. Civilization or Barbarism. Okay. By Sheikh Antadiop. Antadiop was from, I think, Senegal. Okay. He was an African. This is a web research document. I see. That our people must know. The other one is um, uh, uh, Arikana, Dr. Arikana Chumo. Chumo. Oh, Chumo. The, the, the African, the, the lady who represents, she's a medical doctor in... Uh, That's right. Yeah. The History of Africa. I've seen. Okay. The History okay. of Africa. You will love it. Um, wow. Robin Walker. His book, which is um, When We Root, okay. Robin Walker is in England. Um, okay. that, we have White uh, Fragility. Mm. This one was written by, I think, a white man. Okay. Robin, Robin Diagilo. Okay. Okay. Uh, there are a lot so, of other books. So, yeah, so I, think, I think what we'll do is we'll put it in the description of the of this right. video uh, so, so that we, 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 we save on time. Uh, but we'll put all of them in the description. So Kabla, let, let, let's segue into business. Business. Yes. You are an entrepreneur through and through. You've, uh, you know, I, I think in introducing you. So, for anybody who's not watched the first interview we did, uh, I, I, your, the intro we talked about your some of the things that you do entrepreneurial. So you have uh, you and your wife have a, a beauty um, mm -hmm. retail outlets all over in the country. Uh, you also have a real estate interest. You do construction and, and other things that you do. Um, so you're really, really well grounded in, in business when it comes to the Ghana context and to even a large context, the African context. Mm. So my primary focus today is going to deal with resilience. So in, in your view, let's take it, let's take this slow. In your view, what has been some of the challenges that you have faced or by extension, some of the common theme of challenges that you know exist when somebody 
wants to start a business, or in your case, when you started a business, where, where some of the the, the the bottlenecks, the the obstacles that you run through, or you had to face that really threatened the survival of your business. If you can oh. share some of them. <laughs> okay, thank you. I like That's that. Good. Uh-huh. Yes, it's it's fashion uh, retailer. We have fashion retailers. Okay, so bags, slippers. We make some of them actually. Mm. Now, um, I think the main the main bottleneck is your mindset. Okay, it's the way you look at life. It's so, everything. So, so the mindset was a bottleneck. You know, when you started, right? You have to transition. Okay. You know, if until the mindset is right for entrepreneurship, it'll be very difficult. Okay. Expand because, on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, because most of us would start. See, it's one thing, as you are now, we're educated, lived mm-hmm. in a lot of places, you yes. have traveled, you have money, you're not hungry. No. Very few of us are in your category. <laughs> a lot of this. the young people that you're talking to are not in this category. Right. I completed school. My mother maybe probably uh, has no, no better job. Maybe I'm the best graduate from the family. Right. Majority of the people who really need the message at this group. Yeah, right. Right. It's not, it's not, uh, yeah, I've lived in England, I've come back, I have a house, I have a car, I have a wife. Listen, when you are talking, the boys say to you, you don't know what you're talking about. Let's also go there and come we, back. We'll touch them at some point. Those people have their own issues, but we'll touch them later. <laughs> so, my understanding will be when the person has no money, okay. no, no connection. Your major threat will be your mindset. Okay, that that makes a lot of sense. That because the other day I saw uh, where they are saying that the national employment something something is trying to do job fair for the youth. You saw the oh, number. Oh yes. Now you find this very interesting. My teenage daughter mm-hmm. yesterday went to the hair. I think her mom take, took her to the hair salon, mm-hmm. and she came back and said, "Daddy." You you won't believe this. I said, what is this? Says, I was at a hair salon and I saw on the TV that there was this massive job fair and there were literally thousands and thousands of people in the queue and I was surprised and they were interviewing some of them and the things they were saying. He said, that, that's what you've been doing on your YouTube channel and, and things that it, I think I think a lot of those people need to be listening to. <laughs> so, yeah. wow. Yeah, no, that's true. And that's, that's my teenage daughter just making... Yes. That observation. Yes. And that observation is so accurate. Okay. <laughs> so I think that as an African, our major problem is the right knowledge. Mm. And that's why I would say that our major hindrance will be the mindset. Because why would I think that because I've gone to university mm-hmm. when I come out and I don't have a job, I should sit at home. And if somebody places some advert somewhere, I should go there and we have thousands of us. And yet there are so many opportunities here. To be humiliated. The problem is the way they think. Wow. And for them to even have the humility to listen to you to say that you are challenging my core belief. Mm. You know, so a lot of them, I can get, I can bet you, if you put them there and we are giving seminar, maybe 3% will listen to us. It's true. The rest will tell you you don't know what you're talking about. They want because, it so quick. Yes, because the critical thinking, we need it. Using data. The facts are there. How many jobs are we creating? And how many graduates are we producing? It so matter. these problems, this so-called job job thing, is coming out of industrialization. Mm-hmm. And you and I know how many industries we don't have. Okay, so, so we are going to have this. So our way out will be to 
to, to train them to say that I've come out of school. The reason I went to school is not to come and look for a job. Right. It's to apply my life to do something meaningful, to save my country. Yes. If you can get them to think like that, you have done a great job. That is awesome. where you can give them the, the, yeah. the things that they need. That's because right. this thing is not like it is going to go away in the next 50 years. Wow. We need them to go to university, no doubt. But you're not going to university to complete and come and look for a job. I think, I think what we radically need to do, and you mentioned it the last time we, we had this discussion. I think we as a nation, I, I, actually as a continent, because for instance, some, some of the people I hear from in my blog, my um, podcast, YouTube, and those kinds of things, some of them don't know even Ghana. They don't know nothing about Ghana. So you're talking mm-hmm. about Nigerians, Kenyans, mm-hmm. Tanzanians, those kind of things. And even one of the interesting groups are Africans who are domiciled in affluent countries. So mm-hmm. Australia, US, UK. The same mindset issue hits them. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the same thing that, that hits them. So, so for me, I think one of the things that we need to we need to look at our education system very, very seriously. Mm. So that our education system is not modeled after the American or the, the British curriculum because right. their, their needs are very different from right. ours. Exactly. You know, we, we live in a, a situation whereby there's chronic unemployment, mm. chronic lack of industrialization. So everything that we need to do must think about leapfrogging current systems and current. So, like what we've done with mobile money and and mm-hmm. mobile. N- n- nowhere in the world do they have mobile money. Look See. at how efficient it's done. So we right. need to look at very radical solutions that will leapfrog us ahead of time in our education system. If we're able to do that in a very radical and fast-paced fashion, then we have some kind of hope uh, in the You're next right. few. You're right. Just as we mentioned the, the mobile money. Yes. Look at how many provision shops that we have. Yes. Look at how many white joints that we have. Mm-hmm. Now, you go to some of these other countries. They don't have this number of provision shops. They don't. They have the big, you know. Supermarkets. Supermarket. That's the concept that works there. So it's a typical difference between us and them. Mm-hmm. You know? And the people will go and buy with credit card. Yes. We don't do we, that. Here. Don't have the credit card, we don't have the supermarket, and we don't even for me. Sometimes people say that you know you have to develop just I think that development must take different routes and different paths. Yes, yes. Just like culture, just like you are different from me. Yes. You don't have to be successful the way I have to be successful. No. But when we try to restrict it, that is what is creating it. And much of it is also the global institutions and how they handle us. Because they're saying that you have to develop, and this is the part you have to use. Singapore used this, China used this, America used this. They forget that it's not entirely true. So the World Bank and all those people are trying to define a specific path for us. And we know that the so-called World Bank was formed in 1948. Where was Ghana? The UN, where was Ghana? Were we part of that world? So they were not designed for us. Yes. Designed for their interests. But leave the Africans to also find their path. So much of the complexities that we see it will take a lot of strength for us to understand the whole structure. Some people say that is uh, is corruption. You know, 90% is not corruption. It's not problems. 90% is the global infrastructure that yeah. runs. You want your raw material. 
the contract laws don't fit here. As a matter of fact, mm. some of our, some of the businesses that we do, when you read some of the contracts, eh, it's designed not for here, not here. It's true. So if you sign, you are you are tight. Mm. And, so and 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 that's that's you just made a point, very very interesting point about we are just uh, we will say. I think there's a script there's a scripture that says he was removed and drawers of water. So we are just being used to create raw materials. Yeah, but right. you and I know that value, value is at the highest, mm. at the far end of the value chain mm. than, than at the tail end. So if I'm producing, let's just pick anything, you know, let, let, let's pick maybe a luxury good, right? Like that, that probably may show it's very... Uh, Papa, you are into fashion. So maybe let's pick one of these yeah, bags. Yes. Okay. So so let's say bag, right? Bag. Well, let's pick a, a high-end fashion brand like Louis Vuitton. Mm -hmm. Right. Louis Vuitton, one Louis Vuitton bag may cost maybe two thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Yes. I don't know how <laughs> how a bag, a small bag or a purse costs two thousand dollars. Right. Now, yeah. if we reverse engineer it. Where did the bag production start from? Maybe from a farmer somewhere who does uh, rare cattle or sheep, livestock, mm -hmm. and he, he, he harvests the skin of the of the animal, and then maybe somebody else picks the the, the, mm -hmm. the skin, dries it, or oil it. Was it what we call tanning or tanner? Those who mm -hmm. work on leathers, right? On the so they, yeah, so the tanner will, 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 will work on it, and then uh, he will probably uh, sell it. To maybe another processor in the value chain, who eventually it will end up in maybe a production facility in maybe China or India for Louis yep. Vuitton, yep. and they will do their magic on it, and then that maybe the the, the farmer sold the 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 uh, his product for say ten dollars, mm. and then it went through all that chain. So the person who added a little bit of value to it. Uh, the tanner maybe sells it to uh, the next person in the value chain for maybe $50, right? Yeah. Then once it gets into the production facility of Louis Vuitton, maybe they get it for maybe $200. Let's say, mm. I'm just making numbers up. Mm. By the time Louis Vuitton adds their magic to the bag mm. and takes it to their retail shop, which by the way, you will find Louis Vuitton bags any outlet except their own Mm -hmm. branded retail outlets. When they take it to their, to their outlet, they sell it for $2,500. Mm. So you realize that the value is at the, the other end, the outer end of the value chain, not at the beginning. Okay. So yeah. what we Africans have been doing is that we are selling things at the low end of the value chain. Yes. And that is what IMF supports. The trade loss admit that you can't sometimes you can't even produce your own and if anybody stands up and say let's add value to your your thing they will take him out wow i read a document where kwame Nkrumah, the moment kwame Nkrumah was taken out the next day world bank was here trying to give us loans and trying to sign new contracts for our raw materials this is what mm. they do now wow. majority of our people don't understand this okay so i'm i'm trying to make a point that the moment you you understand it from the superficial position then you are weakened. Mm. You are weakened because you lack the fundamental understanding of what is happening. 
Yes. And so you say, that, oh, these people are very, you know, these are very well developed, well organized. You know, they have everything is in you know, a system is working. They, 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 they're infamous, you know. The system is working somewhere 24 hours. Hmm. Lack of understanding of these things, these structures, <laughs> will make you not want to stay here. It's because true. when you start a business, you're going to go through a lot of problems. Frustrations. If my visa is there and I meet trouble, let's face it. It's a it's, it's a path of least resistance. <laughs> you you <laughs> I will, I will, I will, you know? Yeah. So 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 let me let, let me ask this question then. Yes. Let's say you know we've dealt with the young person who has just finished school. Uh, yes. he doesn't have anything, he doesn't have no man now. Now let's say my parents, right? Hmm. Let's let's use me as a guinea pig. So I also finished school just recently, but I live. I I was lucky to live or have parents who were very entrepreneurial. Maybe like your father, right? He was a cocoa farmer. He did this. He did that. Very very entrepreneurial. Maybe I was even lucky to hear to eavesdrop that was on my some. Grandfather. Okay, that was my right. Your grandfather. Okay. So so to to eavesdrop on some of their conversation about business and things. So, yes, I'm not 100% there when it comes to mindset, but I have some knowledge mm-hmm. in business. Yes. More importantly, too, maybe I may even have even a little bit of startup cushion, right? Because okay. my father or my parents understand yeah. okay. business. So, I'm that type of person. What are some of the challenges I'm likely to face? Uh, you're very lucky. You have parents who, are, who have money, who may yes. have done business. You come with mm-hmm. a lot, yes. you know. So the challenges you you face will be being able to identify the kind of business you want to do. So for Never. me, there are two things that are left in dispute, or three maybe. You have to innovate something, okay. work on something, work on a product that you can take to the market, or start to sell something. Okay, that's the way you have to build a business. You know, provide mm-hmm. solution to something that exists. Right. And if right. you look at the structure that we have, the market that we have, the easiest way, if you don't have much going on for you, will be to start. To sell something for a while, okay. maybe a year or two. Out of that, you will start to see clearly. Mm. You know, but otherwise, we'll be looking for a contract, and for me, that wastes your time. Okay, you no, know, okay. it wastes your time. You, your friend is in big political position. He will be giving you a lot of, you know, promises. Yes, five, five years is not come, and you're saying that your business, you know, and you're going to buy contract documents, security, and all those. So ah. I say, you focus on the area that you want to build your business. And then master that area. If you awesome. can get that focus, because most people cannot focus. Mm. People cannot focus. They they will start business. They will become lectures, lecturers. You know, they want mm-hmm. to teach. Or teach. You know, some of them will be pastors alongside. So many things on, on the table at the same time, and none is worked. I think mm. focus on one. You say, I okay. want to become an entrepreneur. I want okay. to build this kind of business. So I focus on this. I take this to a certain level of success before, if I want to, you know add something. So I would say focus on one industry. That's focus on one thing that you want to do. And Mm -hmm. because you see, you will not give up if you you have some kind of ambition. Mm. You have some kind of vision. You have goals that you have set for yourself. It's difficult for you to just give up. It's true. You know, yes. So you set something for yourself. I want to do this. At the point, I had to close a lot of businesses, cancel some areas and say that this is the area that I want to focus on. Channel Mm. and energy there. You okay. Know, I, I stop saying I'm not going this side. I'm not going this side. I'm not dealing with these people. I, I want to do. I want to focus and build from here. And mm-hmm. when you hit that place for a while, it will start to make sense. 
it was wow. process. You know, but when most people just looking at everything, they are doing this, they are doing this, they are doing this, they are doing this and you have not succeeded in one area, it becomes difficult for you to succeed. It's true. So it's somebody true. from that background, that's what I was saying. It's one thing that you think there is so much need for. Okay. That connects with you. You know, it must connect with you. I can see you do some business. I, I may appreciate it, but I may not so much. I may not yes. so much cut for it. So I would yes. want to focus on the one that I think there is need for it. I'm cut for it. And I'm learning it and pushing there. For that, it will, it will work. Yes. Awesome. So um, since you've been in business for a while, in, in my view, talking to many entrepreneurs, even myself included, yes. my first entrepreneurial venture did not work out. Yes. Uh, I think even my second one did not work out. Mm -hmm. Probably the third, fourth things that's, that started showing uh, signs of budding. Mm. So my question to you, Bikwaba, in your experience, at what point in your entrepreneurial journey would you say, look, this thing is not working. Let me pack it somewhere, you know, and probably do something else. Or this thing is not working, but let me have the patience and the resilience to go through okay. the bends, the caves, the blood, sweat, and tears. Let me wait it out. At what point do you make that kind of decision to know that, look, this thing, this thing is, a, is a goner. It's not going to work because you don't want to be the one who, because of lack of patience, you lose something that probably would have done so well if you had just stuck it out. Okay. You also don't want to be the one who is left with a dead chicken in your hand, <laughs> right? And all you're doing, you are just praying that the, the chicken will resurrect one day. And after four days, you, you start you know, smelling <laughs> you know, a stench of, of the dead chicken. You don't want that. So okay. how, do you, how do you handle such? Um, I think that failing uh, several times when you start is part of the journey. Anyway. So if you, if you had four, you're very lucky. Some people have 10, they're still going. <laughs> so um, as part of it, it's a screw on its own, you'll fail. You it is. It. If anybody tells you that you will not make you will not lose money, you will not be cheated, you will not be tricked, you will not, you know, then I don't know, maybe they are very, you know, very good people. But one way or the other, something will happen that will break everything. Yes. And so I would say that um at a point, look at the control you have over, over the business that you're doing. You know, it's a business that you don't have control of the cash that is coming in and the cash that is going. And you maybe you even have people working with you and most of them are not really focused on the business. Because a lot of the time, the business is not doing well because of certain things. The area of the business, the cash flow particularly. Right. You work and you're not paid. You know, you go mm -hmm. to do contracts, like, especially contractors. Mm -hmm. You know, they call it business. I say that it's not um, for most people. Why? You go to beg somebody to give you contracts. And then they tell you to go and borrow money to go and do it. And then after you have done it, they take four months to pay you, five months, one year. That's not a business. That's too bad. That is not something that you have control over the flow of cash. Yes. You know? And once you don't have flow of cash over that business, I say that you can cut it. Okay. Go to a place where you have control. So every day there's some cash flow activity. That's right. I, I, my decisions and my skill set decides my growth. Okay. Not somebody sitting somewhere who decides I won't sign the check. And then you have nothing. You have to go and lobby, lobby, lobby. That's not a business. You kill yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have to have direct contact with the market. 
people okay. who make your product come like to you. That. I like that. And any business like that, you 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 will succeed. And so when you don't have these things, I will say that, and you even have done it for ten years. Cut it. Cut it. Yes. Mm. Cut it. Because because the, the, it's painful. You get up in the morning, you feel pain. You see, like you are you are helpless. You see, the thing about entrepreneurship is that you want control, you want freedom. Yes. You want the ability to grow according to your growth. You know, and your input. More, the better you become, the better the business becomes. You exactly. can see direct link with that. Like mm -hmm. you're becoming better, but the business is not becoming better. It means that the business is not in, within your control. Somebody else is controlling the business. So it's not your business. Mm -hmm. You know, so you must focus on businesses where a lot of the factors are within your reach, where okay. your growth is reflected in the growth of the business. If you're not in that kind of business, you're just looking for money. Yeah. A lot of people are just looking for money. They call it business, but they are just looking for so another source of income. Yes. This from building a business. When you are building a business, you are turning an idea. You are building structures around an idea and serving an economic need. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and therefore, you are looking at building people. I mean, building systems, building team. Yes. So I think really about you. Yeah, I think if I remember, you, you made mention of that. I can't remember which book was that, but I think you make particular mention of that. And I think that, that resonated with me as well, that you know, trying to have multiple streams of income, which is a good thing. It's not the same as having a business. No. And I think that that point needs to be emphasized because especially most people who fall into that trap are people who are, um, in America, we call them their moonlighting. So they are working, they are working in their nine to five job. Mm -hmm. And and they are having some side side things there yes. to try and get something coming in. That, mm -hmm. that is basically having multiple streams of income. That's right. right. That's right. But yeah. by business is a whole different animal. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. I think so that's what you're saying. You're turning an idea, and uh, you start to employ people. Okay. You start to build structures. Mm -hmm. If you're not paying salary, technically, what kind of business is that? You know, and right. the more numbers you look at, the people who are, look at Dangote, for instance, he probably yes. employs over 30,000 people, and people. that's why he's a billionaire. Yes. You know, so you 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 say that my business, I do it alone. That's not really a business. You just have <laughs> a source of income. It's okay. You are doing it for the money. Yes. You know, but if you want a business, then you are trying to learn how to get more people to work with you, right? And more value. You know, and that then becomes a business. And most people don't transition to that, especially those of us who went to school. Professionals, yes. that people. Yes. I'm a consultant. I do it all by myself. I'm an accountant. I do it, you know, alone. I prepare the books. But if you have an accounting firm that has 100 people working with you, that's a business. That's a business. You know, because you're paying salary. And the moment yeah. you start to pay salary, your understanding of business is entirely different. Yes. From if you have never paid salary. You know, it is. And when you start to employ people who can challenge you, and challenge your thought and contribute. Because really, it's not like you have to build this so that everything depends on you. You get people no. who, are, who will be proud to work yes. with you. Yes. And, and get maybe some kind of livelihood from that as well. And for me, business, business, entrepreneurship is creating that kind of value. It's true. It's true. Basically, it's creating the the systems and then mm -hmm. the and the environment right. and, and, and the motivation to make sure that the objective of the business is being forwarded. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like that. Now, let, let's talk about this quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you talked about money is in the trenches. Yes. You know, you, you, money, you, you have to get to a place whereby mm -hmm. you are, your product or your service is in direct contact with, mm -hmm. with the potential clients or customers. Yes. When you are starting out in business, and let's say you don't have any track record, you just... Yes. 
young guy, young lady starting. You don't have no track record. Nobody knows you from Adam. You just are enthusiastic. You are passionate. You come up with this product or this service that you are very passionate about that is going to work. At that point that you don't have any track record, what, what is the key to getting your first set of clients or clientele? Or what is the key to getting your customer base? Because that is very, very important. Because if it takes too long, your confidence can be hit. Okay. So what are some of the things that they can do to make sure that they get their first client? You see, for people who have worked before, who have money, they are, you know, when they want to start a business, they want to look at business plan. You know, they write it. They get the finances, you know, the financials rightly set. You know, and sometimes they even go and look for funding to start the business. Now, for hostless like myself. Yes there's nothing yes. so your best way to start something is to just to test the idea from the letter okay but for me once the idea comes just test it anyhow let's say i want to open a supermarket but i don't have time yes. so let me open it on the table okay. 20 cents. Mm-hmm. so i will start to sell water on the table because once the idea comes what gives the idea traction is that is that is when you have set it in motion you know? <laughs> i love that <laughs> so you have to overcome inertia Yes, this momentum. Motion. That's a momentum. Momentum. The big moment. like that, then you know it will, it will just fizzle out. So just as little, because the, the wisdom actually increases when you have started. Mm. The wisdom you know, so, is in the doing. Yes, it's in the doing. So, <laughs> so for most of us, I don't have anything doing anyway, and I'm thinking of starting a watching rest, um, multiple restaurants, but I can start with just watching small watching. I talk to a queer. So can you prepare some water? We put it on the table here and see. 20 cities. Right. Don't just wait for, because that point, when you fail, it's not much. Yes. But when it comes to, to me to say, oh, give me 20,000 to start my business. I said that you will lose that money. And obviously you will lose Oh, yes. Money. You will lose it. Yes. Unless you've done it before. That's right. You are, you are testing the idea. So I would rather test the idea if I've never done it before from a very low cost level. You know, very easy to lose 20 cities. But it's very tough yes. for me to lose 20,000. And yes. most people who have never worked for, even the money that you have worked for in business, you can easily lose it. How much more mm-hmm. the one that you got for free? It's true. You know? There's something about like free money. There's something about <laughs> free money and, and how fast it can disappear on you. It can go quick. <laughs> you buy, you, you, you see, you go and get an office, paint there, put a computer there, you know, put some secretary there. You say you have started business and you have no payment, no client has coming. That's no business. <laughs> you just bring the great to an office. You, you know, start office. from your room. Yeah. Start to sell on your head. Do you know one of the, one of, I would say one of my mentors that mm-hmm. um, I follow very keenly is, yeah. currently he's a, he's a billionaire, right? Yeah. In, in US, US dollar terms, in real estate, mm-hmm. sales, and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. One profound thing that he said recently um, at 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 the, at the webinar that I, mm. I attended he said if he's starting any business even to today that he has all the wealth or the money that he says he normally doesn't put any money in any marketing or advertising that's right until he makes money out of the business face that's right he said he does, he, he's a big believer in marketing he, he said he doesn't care Spending fifty percent of all income into marketing, advertising, and promotion—that's that's him. He's very very loud kind of character. But he said, if he's starting something, he will never put any money into that, 
any money from maybe external source, maybe you've gotten it from an uncle or an aunt, or he said, no, let the business bring something. Bring something. And then put, say, I don't care putting all the 100% of what it brought into marketing. Then I do have something going. Because now the model is working. So your whole idea is to test it. Yeah. And the best, the best business plan is the testing. Testing. You hit the ground. If it doesn't work, you just get up. You crash more, you go. Nobody will kill you, you know. But if you put 20,000 there, it doesn't work. You'll be hot. And so most people are trying to think of starting a business from a very high level. And they yeah. have never done it. Leave that one yeah. for those who have done it. Yes. You know, they, they are scared. But you, now you are, we are going to take a lot of trash from you. Yeah. The quality of your decision now is going to be tested. You know, <laughs> we are going yeah. to put it on you. You are going to see how you handle the money, how you handle the problem, when the customer is fighting back. Fighting or when back, the, yeah. the, the, the employee that you trust so much tells you that I'm going for to my uncle's funeral, I'm not coming again. Or when you find out <laughs> that they've been stealing from you, can you survive that? Can you survive, yeah, theft. You know? So those things, you, you have not tested them. So if we give you the 100,000, you will lose it. You will lose it. You will lose it. All right, well, let, me, between, let me... Mm -hmm. Oh, finish your train of thought. There is a difference between businesses that are built on the technology, internet, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. businesses what you call traditional businesses, like, right? Like you know what they call brick and mortar. Brick and mortar is yes. a huge difference. Yes. A lot of us are copying our examples from people who have built technology businesses. Yes, and that's a whole different part. That's a whole a different game. A lot of the billionaires are in that category. The first time, yes. You see that yes. they are either in the finance or IT kind of business. Yes. Tech, because yeah. leverage is very high. It's very high because of the technology, the internet. Yeah. That's right. But most of us will, will just not have that. Yes. Know? I'm into so, that. I'm, I'm into tech 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 stuff. Okay. So I, I can't understand. So you tech yeah. people are different from those of us who are trying to build houses mm -hmm. or build shops. Yes. So you have to also understand the business you are in. That is key. Because yes. most people don't they copy. Even, exactly. even, 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 Commander, even in the tech world, I think it's the huh? same thing. You know, what? it's the same thing. Where and I, it's going to lead into my last question. Mm. Um, I have an interesting last question, so it's okay. just going to lead into it. Yeah, I think even in the tech space, it's the same because mm -hmm. basically you have to come up with um, some kind of a minimum viable product, and that okay. that term was coined by I think. Uh, this gentleman, oh, how can I forget his name? He was one of the co-founders, I think, of LinkedIn uh, okay. and PayPal as well. I think uh, Peter, okay. I think Peter Thiel, uh, where where he coined that kind of term. Uh, you know, uh, a lean startup. Actually, he wrote a book, Lean Startup. So okay. you, you have to come up with a minimum viable product. Is that exactly what you are saying when it comes to brick and mortar business? You start somewhere small, put it on a sell watch on somebody's table. It's a minimum viable product. Okay. And then after you've done the minimum viable product, you just go out and test it. Mm. Send it out. Sometimes they so in the tech world, normally they will do some kind of a free, uh, a free tier pricing to get people in there and that kind of thing, so that people will test. And then within the free tier pricing, then they will have uh, they they would tease you with enhanced features that you pay something. And if you really want it, then there's a higher level of plan that you, you move on to. So, so to me, it's the same thing. That right. brings me to my next question. Why is it that most people, from my experience, most people, myself including when I started, okay. why do we underestimate the work involved in building a business like that? 
Because most people think a business is, a, is, a, is like having a job. Huh. Yes, most people. As a matter of fact, your friend will ask you, is your business making the same thing as your salary? Okay. Mind, they think that business is just having... Just, no, when you start a business, everything is on you. Yeah. Every challenge, every problem, you must be built for it. Huh. Must be and the resilience, actually, is a force within that can okay. connect with your, with your vision. That's why those people who have connected it never give up. Yes. It has to be a higher reason. Why you a higher reason more than money. Else you will give up. Yes, that's right. So and that must connect with that which you feel your life is about. And those mm -hmm. who go into business with this sense never give up. It's they they can lose a business, but they will start to they'll start another one. They can I lose it, but they will fight because it's it's like that thing will, will virtually imprison you. You become a slave yeah. to that, you know, until yes. it comes out. Like a woman with some, some, you know, a baby in the stomach, no matter what, must come out, you know, and that is it. So, uh, you cannot say that your job is just the same as the business, and 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 you're going to learn about money, about certain mm -hmm. products, about the market. You have to learn how to sell, you have to be very comfortable with risk, what they call yes. risk. You are going to fail a lot of the times, mm -hmm. and some people will say that you know, man, God will fight for me. You know, no devil, some all those will come up. <laughs> no, you will fail. You will fall. <laughs> you must. You must know that your ability to think clearly is is important, and you must have data. You know, behind the decisions that you're making. That is excellent. You need, and sometimes you also have to uh, go by your your instinct. But instinct. The, instinct must, the decisions must be made in a certain frame. You know, so, yes. so my policy is okay. Uh, I don't do this kind of work if somebody's asking for money. You know, that okay. is a policy. So yes. even no matter what, that guides you. It's, it's it's a policy that you have made. So even let me. I well, just said it so nicely. Let me let me say it the way <laughs> it has to be said. He <laughs> would he, he doesn't do those kind of things when somebody says put something on the table first. Basically bribery. Right. That's right. So he's defined his value system. That's right. Uh, his value system is I don't touch bribe, bribe businesses. Right. Yes, I'm not coming. And because I think I that any time that you do those things, eh, the people don't even care about the job. So you will work, work, work. When it comes to payment, they will show up. Oh, and man. you also short change your ability to go through the processes to become a better person. Oh. So somebody has to hold your hand all the time. So anytime that person is not there, you have no business. It's true. You have to go to primary one and learn again. It's true. You know? It's and true. so once you can define those things, you know that you're going to go through the heat. Yes. And you don't have to you, you have to accept that business, you're going to go through a lot of problems. It is. Yeah. And, 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 and one of the things I'm I notice is look, business or entrepreneurship, it's going to be one one guy, one one gentleman I had, uh, and this is not even Africans. These are Americans that typically I, I quote from, you know, because uh, I've had a lot of reference points in the, in the states than probably okay. most places because I lived there for a while. So this is an American saying that it takes whatever you think is going to cost you in terms of energy, in terms mm. of input, multiply it by four times. Okay, <laughs> and this is an American. Yes, where the systems work. Yeah, they say they say that. To me. I don't know. They said but that. I saw, I saw Floyd. Yes, on his neck. <laughs> I don't know what kind of system we will work in that for, way. For <laughs> times, the energy. Yes. So just by juxtaposing 
to our African context, I believe yeah. you have to be prepared to probably do twice that. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know the you know the the funniest thing. Uh huh. Funniest thing is that I think starting right is easier here. Wow. That's 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 eye opening. Give me a little bit light on I that. Think, I think it's more of the growth. Okay. That may be a bit tough. Okay. Okay. Because okay. the regulations. Okay, for instance, if I want to open just a kiosk, yeah, I just open. But okay. I'm sure that in New York, for instance, you, you can can't do that. Just put your kiosk no, in. never. That's a bit easier. Okay. I can operate without even going to the government. Later, I yes. can go to the government. Yes, later when you are. That's right. So the, our system allows this easily. Then that is an advantage. Yes, as a matter of fact. And, and, and you can easily start anything and test your idea here. Where mm. it becomes a bit challenge. Challenge mm -hmm. is where you are looking at the tax laws to favor you, the investors to give you money, you know, those things. You take your IM, your company to the stock market, you know. Yeah. Those things that blow their business, high leverage, you know, because yes. if your business is working, another some venture capitals will come in, you know. They will throw money at you. That's right. And then um, they, they pick it to a certain level. You say that you are now your floating shares. You become a billionaire. Yes. Yes. I think that side is where we have a different part. Okay. But in terms of starting, I think it's um, um, especially it's easier. Yes, I think it's, it's especially not so much with the highly regulated businesses. Okay. Okay. Highly regulated business where the government is like starting maybe a bank or finance company. Pharmaceutical company, yes. Yes, those things. Mm -hmm. But a lot of our businesses where people use daily. Uh, yes. You can just go to a domain market and get the yes. tips or something. The thing is that we don't think those things are important. That's why a lot of our graduates are looking for jobs. It's true. You know, they don't think that they can go to domain and sell watermelon or Kobe. It's true. As a starting point. Or, I mean, this, this past week or so, I think my wife just bought some clothing from somebody on, I think, either Facebook or Instagram. It, yes. And it, it was so funny. I mean, I, I see people sell things like that all the time. But this, the story was funny. So when she, eventually the items were, uh, she ordered and they had to be talking back and forth, you know, to, to make sure that she had the right size and everything. So there was one of the items that the lady, the seller, didn't have. And she just blurted out that, oh, this item, uh, I don't have it. So I will go to town and, and buy it and bring it yes. to you. That's right. So, so, so actually, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Did, did you not take it? <laughs> I said, wow, this is a good business model. You said yes. that you say there's no job. Go yes. to the Makola market. Go That's to the, right. in, the inner where the That's Polish right. people cannot go, right? Okay. Go Step in the mud, go there, and then go and cut a deal with the ladies. Yeah. Now look, when I bring a deal to you, uh, you give it to me at this price, or you give me a commission on it, and I will go and sell it online for you. And then she has a business. My, my wife spent, uh, I think, you know, I don't know, close to a thousand cities on, on, on that See? day. You get away. And then someone I, will tell you that they need money to start a business, no? And her, I think her margin on that will probably be more than 50%. Who cares? Yes. Exactly. Is that is that not what lawyers do? Yes. So you, you have they have to go and represent you. That one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so I think that is the proper understanding of the structure of our economy. 
Yeah. And and I say that there are a lot of advantages that people don't see. Interesting. So many Interesting. But we are trying to say that in England, it's that this way. We are not England. We are not. In Canada, it's that we are not Canada. Yeah. It's not. You know, it's a different business. It's a different part. We have a lot of things to improve, but everywhere we have things to improve. So I'm saying, because if you don't think like this, mm. Because awesome, everybody awesome. then would try to shoot the hose, tell you, show you the hose, why you're wasting it's your time. It's not possible, yeah. That's right. Why you're wasting your time, why it is done somewhere better. Some people will even, especially bloggers, will come and tell you all these things, you know, you, you don't, how much do you make? You yeah. know, much. Thousand CDs a month, it's nothing. When you are here, you will make two thousand, they for two thousand, five thousand dollars. They forget to tell you. Cost of living is not the same. They don't tell you how much they owe. Yes, the credit cards and things. So if you measure it, there's some no, no, but man, I say that in Ghana, if you're looking for money, it's in business. Yes. It's in what they call uh, informal. What they call informal, it. Sir. I don't think it's informal. I, I think I think a great business idea, especially for young people and things, or people who are starting. For me, as you were talking, I'm just I'm Look, I'm still learning the system, basically. You know, and every day I'm just learning a lot. But one of the things that I'm I'm seeing is that if a young person and I targeted the informal sector yes, yes. to help them sell, yes, that's all I do. Help exactly. them sell because these informal sector they don't they don't understand technology. They don't understand. They, their own is I go open my shop and I wait for people to come. It's more of a, what do you call it um, inbound marketing or inbound sales. Let me put it that way. Okay. But somebody, young people, identify these informal sectors. Somebody selling paint. Somebody and selling this. Repackage the process of repackaging. Exactly. That's why we're talking about the value chain, the end of the value chain. You'll be at the very tail end of the value chain, then you become but a Louis Vuitton. You see, even the informal term that you use, see, mm. uh, we have been using those terms on us. But Benny Madoff, was he not working in, in such a structured uh, uh, he, he, was was, <laughs> <laughs> he was working on Wall Street and busily taking people's so, money. So, the definition, it's like I'm, I'm trying to look for the definitions that we give to a lot of things that we have value in denigrate us. us, yes, yes. And yes. therefore, we don't see value in that. You see, because the guy who has gone to come and go out to do engineering, you're saying that informal. That automatically puts him off. No, no, he was a former suit and tie. Yes. So uh, if you want them to see opportunities there, then change the name. It's like some of the courses that they have changed names in the universities. It's the same yes. course, but it's just our technology. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and they make you pay $20,000 for it. Yes. Just the same course, but they just add the technology. So I think that the names that we give to some of the things that we have, you know, traditional, informal, yeah. uh, cultural, tribal, those things. Mm -hmm. The same. I've never heard um, some some in English people say that this is our tribal food. No way. When it comes to Africa, they use those terms. Yes. See, they immigrate. They make us minority. Is it like the term minority? I mm -hmm. never heard this thing until I went to America. I can call a whole be <laughs> minority. Wow. <laughs> Somebody said he never, knew, he never knew he was black until he got outside yes. of Africa. Yes. You see? <laughs> he got to know that he was black. That's right. So until yeah. you, are, you are able to switch some of these terms, you will not see the opportunities. Awesome. Blessings awesome. that you yeah. see.
It is. You know? and, and, and most of our businesses, that's how we started, actually. We put awesome. the things down and we went to the market. That is the market yes. we have. The market, yeah. That's what we have. It's like going to school and they tell you, don't speak vernacular. Is it crazy? <laughs> he thinks that whatever he has is nothing. It's, 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 there's no treasure. Yeah. He that's... So he grows up thinking that anything that he's, he has is inferior. It's inferior. It's true. That is where the strength is. That's where the opportunity is. Yes. I know somebody who says Coco. She has, no, Tozafi. Okay. She has 10, ten spots. Tozafi. Wow. wow. The owner sits at home. She prepares them and sells them. Hmm. Can you imagine how much money? How that much you She'll make more than the office. You know, Kibab, Chichinga. Yes. 10 spots every evening. Amazing. Look at the cash cash flow. We're talking about cash flow. That's right. Indomie. That's cash flow business. Indomie. Yes. Indomie. Ten uh -huh. spots of Indomie. You yeah. you are saying that you are looking for thousand and you are going there and they're throwing stores at you. Oh man, that's denigrating. My friend who says coconut. Eh? And today I was talking to him. He said, "Master, when you cash, I said, "Master, cash in the <laughs> <laughs> that means the person is saying there's cash. Yes. He's, he's loaded. There's yes, cash. He's and he's this guy coconut. says coconut. Uh, he has cash. Yes. And he said that he's, he has another farm that is producing citrus or something. Wow. And he's thinking of starting coconut farm. SS graduate. <laughs> SS graduate. Wow. I gave him a copy of Streamline. He said, now that I've read it, I'm even getting more ideas. I said, don't travel. Don't travel anywhere. Do this and do it well. Now, the funniest thing is that if he starts to put some nice container there, city authorities will come and go. That's what you said. Starting yeah. is easy. Yes, yes. Is, uh, they say, uh, come, you don't pay this, you don't pay this. But now that he's selling it on the table, nobody will come. So if I, were him, if I were him, I would sell it like that, you know. And spread. <laughs> and multiply. And grow from that level. Because the watcher woman is not being hustled. No. But go to the restaurant. All those people they, will come. Is designed to protect the interests of the top. Mm. So anytime that you want to formalize so-called in quote, yes, you are you get penalized. You are hit back. Yes, okay. and that is what needs to be looked at. That's right. So yes. if you want to grow, me, I will not go until I'm very muzzled. I will not. Yeah. I will not worry about those those, those things. things. But the moment you look like them, they say, "Ah, this guy is getting money." So now they want to So leave them. Sell it on the table. Increase the revenue. Don't worry about repackaging. It's not, I read a story. This is also about 15 years ago. A bank in England and in India, wealthy bank, they, they, they refurbished their banking halls and they saw that the people stopped coming. Mm -hmm. Then they had to use billions to change the setting to the old setting that the people understood. Wow. Because the people that they were serving were comfortable with that kind of design. Hmm. You see, mm -hmm. so even though it was a big bank, they didn't have to, you know, rejuvenate and redesign yeah. and, uh, because of the market that they were what they were serving. Yes, a lot of the times, focus on serving more people, make more revenue. Yes, at that because you have to go into the people's mind. Yes, the moment you start to say I'm packaging, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, that's where the book people will come in. Before you see it, you have lost your business. You've lost your business. And that's terrible. That that's yeah. honestly that's a very terrible thing. That's I yeah. think the authorities need to really uh, set up uh, if they they saying they want businesses to grow. You have to make it easier. Ghana is the only place that I know that 
utility rates for mm -hmm. businesses are higher than domestic rates. Oh, okay. yes, and utility rates for electricity for if you if is designated as as a commercial mm -hmm. entity, yes. the utility rates are higher. Higher, yes. yes. But I'm saying you said Ghana is the only place. I didn't know it's, it's the only place I knew. Let me oh. let me play disclaimer. The only place I know. I mean, travel a little bit here and there. You know, at least I know a little bit around around town. Um, we traveled a few places in Europe, in 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 the states, in in some African countries as well. For me, that's the only country I know that utility wow. rates. For businesses that are supposed to create jobs, that are supposed higher to than, have than, than higher than domestic, okay. you know, and and that's a business killer. That's 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 a business killer. I think we we, we can go on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Yeah, and uh, you know, give us your thoughts. You know, in, in, in some like what, what, what are your final thoughts? What final? Uh, okay, so, um, uh, so. Mm. all right. So you have to understand for you to be a very resilient person, you must understand yourself as an African. Your freedom right. is your identity. Yes. The more you understand the culture, and the more you don't raise other people above you, and the more you can see the beauty in your culture and how God made you the yeah. better you can be very comfortable with heat that comes out of you building anything. Right. Business, you know, and uh, understand the environment and understand that the colonial structures are still there. So they fight back at wet creation. Mm. Those structures fight back at you. So don't mm. be, don't be shocked. When, you when they come. Problem, and you're going to make a lot of mistakes. You have mm. to be built for it. Worth is for the courageous, they say. You know, worth is not for the weak. It's not for the feeble. It's yeah. for those who are ready to fight. And so take risk, be driven by your mission or by your vision, and be tough-minded. You want to tough. win in this life? It's not, it's not for the weak. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, my brother. It's, uh, it's, it's been an inspiring, you know, fiery session. I really like it. You know, it is like, it's, it's been an eye opener, you know, especially some of the things that you said um, about businesses, which is you know, and that tells you that I still learn every day that okay. businesses starting it is easier here than possibly anywhere else you can, you can, yeah. you can start a business. And I think that is a big advantage. So if I was a young person, uh, I will, I will find a way to start something if business is my thing. Mm -hmm. But there are some people that I noticed that no matter, you can pick them, throw them up and land them on the ground a billion times. Business will never come out of them. <laughs> We understand, you know, it's not for everybody. It's not for the faint of heart. You know, you know right. business is hard. Yeah. It's very, very difficult, very hard, but it's very rewarding also. That's right. That doesn't negate the fact that there, there are people who are going to be professors. There are people who are going to be doctors. We need doctors. Not every doctor can be a, a business person. That's right. There are people who are going to be teachers, mm. uh, who are going to dedicate their lives to social, I mean, uh, societal service. We don't take that away from you. But for those who are cut out for business and those who are intrigued by even the concept of business or those who want some level of freedom in their life, entrepreneurship is the key. And uh, uh, thank you so much, Governor, for your awesome insights. Awesome yes, insights. We are, we are blessed to have you. Yes, and uh, have, a, have, a, have a good evening. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And if you loved it, please take a minute to leave a great review. It would mean the world to me. And finally, 
If you loved what you just heard, can you kindly share with your friends and family? And I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. And let's catch up on the next episode. Thanks and bye.